And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, guys? Zach here, hopefully having an awesome day. It is uh, a nice afternoon in Southern California. Um, the It's been raining for a few days, and uh, we actually have a few more days on the docket still of rain, but uh, the sky has parted a few times today, and uh, we got, a, got out for a nice walk a little while ago in the sun, and uh, it's kind of in and out of sun right now, <clears throat> which is nice um, because it's like last year at this time, we were actually here. Um, we were still traveling, but uh, last time this, or yeah, the last time this year we were here in Southern California and, uh, very little, uh, lack of sun. And so this has been a very rainy past few weeks, um, which is pretty abnormal, um, from what I'm told. Uh, but if it's going to rain, it's going to happen now also for what I'm told. But uh, anyway, just want to step out, spend some time with you guys. And, um, I wanted to talk to you about <clears throat> what's happening right now as far as uh, the industry growth. Because um, I know a lot of people are curious. Um, I've had people on my team um, be curious as to what's happening in the industry, uh, what's happening as far as growth goes and stuff like that. So figured you might be interested in, in knowing uh, what we're seeing. So first and foremost, uh, know that you know m- most people uh, that are like, if you're talking about your team, okay? So your team is, if, if you have people not taking action uh before this coronavirus, they're still not taking action now. You already know that. Um, but something that uh, you you see a lot as an upline or as a sales manager type person is um, the same people generally make ex- excuses as to why they're not doing something. So if, under normal circumstances, they're blaming, you know, leads, they're blaming, um, you know, any number of external factors. And right now, their current thing is just blaming the situation. Okay. So know that, you know, 80% of people that are making some type of an excuse uh, have no validity to it at all because they would have made an excuse if there was no coronavirus. Um, now, so I'm talking about people that are actually taking action, that kind of thing. Um, I had a, I had a guy, uh, he's uh, one of, he's going to be one of our top performers on our team. Um, he's, He's shown all the right signs from the very beginning. Um, I spend, oh, I almost tripped and fell. That would have been terrible. I spend personal time with him, um, and uh, he is uh, becoming profitable um, from an advertising perspective and starting to uh, recruit uh, new sales and, and new reps at will. 
and um, and you know he's really going to be one of the one of the one of the big stars that um, I'm really excited about. <clears throat> and he asked me recently. He said, "Hey, um, basically, he said, is you know, are you finding that the coronavirus is messing stuff up?" This is essentially what he said. And um, and well, actually, what he said is, "Hey, Zach, should I should I run this old funnel basically that I was running?" So he's currently profitable with a current funnel, and he basically he just randomly texted me out of nowhere and said, "Hey, should I run this old funnel?" And I was like, "Why would you ask me that? Like, why would you, why would you ask me to run an old funnel when your current one is profitable?" And um, he's like, "Well, it just seems that you know the coronavirus is stopping people from buying, and I just don't want to like you know go backwards." And so, you know, I called him up and I basically asked him, I said, is that, are are your emotions talking or do you have data to back up your question? And we found out that it was kind of just him dealing with, you know, uh, a handful of people right in a row that did in fact not join because of, of, uh, the coronavirus. Um, that's what they told him at least. And, um, so it, uh, of course, you know, sparked me to tell him what I had found. And, and this is not a question that he brought to my attention first, you know, like we, uh, Ashley and I and uh, our uh, other partner have been have been thinking about this very deeply, um, and uh, you know at the end of the day, data tells you the story, but then you also have to pay attention to the psychology of your customer and your reps to you know figure out what's going on. And so this is what I shared with him. I basically said that uh, what we're noticing is in the very beginning, um, when so like three weeks ago when the hysteria first started. So we actually ran a campaign. Uh, an internal campaign, and the major call to action was on the really the day or the weekend that all this h- crazy hysteria took place. So this is the first weekend that you know everyone was ravaging toilet paper stuff and just being complete buffoons. And so that campaign performed only at like one fourth of what it should have performed at what we were projecting. So that was a pretty large you know uh, change that we were not expecting. After that campaign, um, pretty much everything returned uh, to normal. Um, for us. In fact, we actually had days that we had a huge increase in applicants. Um, Same ad spend, same everything. Uh, We just had a huge uptick. Um, Over the course of the last three weeks, um, the, our return on our average return on ad spend um, over the past, let's call it six months has been 3.7%, times. So 370% return on ad spend. Um, That's an immediate sale, by the way, it's not including our upsells in the back or anything like that. It's just an immediate, immediate sale, immediate rep. Um, so 370%, uh, we dipped down to 360%. Um, so 10% down out of 370. Um, and, uh, so that's barely a, barely a blip. Um, but I will say that we have had different types of people joining. So this is what I'm telling my, my guy at this point. And I told him this is I said, I've personally noticed multiple times already where the people that would have joined are not joining because of the virus. But it's pushing other people that may not have joined into joining. I'll give you a few examples. Um, I've had a couple uh, conversations with people, um, and, and, uh, and they, didn't, they did not move forward because they had uh, uncertainty about what, the, what their primary income was doing. So they didn't know if they were going to be, you know, making money like normal. Um, they didn't know if they're going to get clients again. And so they weren't moving. They were being very careful with their money and not spending anything. I have noticed that. Now, here's the thing. 
sometimes you don't actually, or not sometimes, you really don't know. These people could not have moved forward anyway. They're just using the virus as their excuse. So, you know, even on amazing, amazing days, um, amazing months or years where all the economic stuff is going perfect, you know, you're only going to close, let's just say you close 25, 30%. That still leaves you 70% of people that are not going to move forward. And they're going to use a litany of excuses. And so these people that are making the coronavirus excuse could very well just be the people that make other excuses anyway during other times. Now, that's a little bit hard to quantify. Um, so I'll give you something more concrete. So I've had people that have done that to, to us in this time. But I've had other people that the coronavirus has specifically moved them into the business. For an example, uh, recently there has been a uh, very prominent online entrepreneur. Um, you might know his name. I'm not going to say it. Um, but a prominent online entrepreneur who has become very aware that his recurring revenue model it isn't really there. He doesn't have one. He's a very profitable online entrepreneur. I, uh, uh, I think he is a seven-figure online entrepreneur. Um, he has a very, very strong connected group of online entrepreneurs that you would definitely know who they are. And um, he's, you know, uh, been in collaboration with them. So I'm obviously being a little bit vague here because um, I don't know if I can use his name right now. Um, but he got a hold of us and he just joined um, not only our team, but also uh, is basically making network marketing as a model in and of itself. He is joining network marketing so that he has recurring revenue on the back of his currently existing seven-figure online business. And he's not the only one. And so what he's noticed is, okay, my online business right now hasn't been severely affected, but it could be. You know, because if you're selling $20,000 coaching packages, some people aren't going to let that money go right now. So you need more of a volume play rather than a huge profit margin play. And so it pushed him into the business. Next example. Um, There was a gal. uh, uh, She's... uh, awesome. I actually talked to her myself. Um, she, uh, comes from the real estate world and, um, I know she listens to, she does her homework a lot and I think she listens to like everything. So she might actually listen to this, but I talked to her a few days ago myself and, um, and they were looking to, to, they've been in real estate for a while. She's done very well for herself and husband as well. And, um, they were looking to move from Tennessee to Florida and get back into real estate once their contracts wrapped up in Tennessee because they made a lot of good money in, in, in real estate. Well, with all of this Corona stuff that has happened, they realize, you know what, maybe real estate isn't the place to hang our hat, like the way that we've been doing it. We need something that's online, location independent, and that has a residual as well. And so it actually pushed her in to the business. And it was the pretext for her and her husband making a shift and joining network marketing. Um, another example is... Um, uh, a gal that um, uh, I spoke with a few weeks ago. Um, she is a uh, CPA and uh, does well for herself and um, you know has been in network marketing for a little while. But this has given her a pretext to m- start m- actually moving in network marketing. And she uh, is using our programs, using our trainings, move forward with uh, MLM rebels in a lot of ways. And she is using the coronavirus as a pretext, as a reason to move and as a reason to take action. So what I told my guys, I said, Hey dude, um, you know, you're right that it is stopping certain clientele from moving forward. The people that were highly affected 
um, it is stopping some of them. Um, but it's creating a new wave of people that are now looking for this specifically. And honestly, if I'm being totally upfront, I would honestly take a slight dip in profitability upfront to take this new wave because the new wave is higher quality than the last wave. I mean, I just told you three quick examples. I say a CPA, a seven figure online business owner that if I said his first name, you know, it's very, uh, unique. You, you'll probably find him. And if I told you the first name of any of the people that he's been closely collaborating with, you could probably finish their last name for me. Um, and so very, very prominent people, the real estate person. I mean, they had, they had six figure months in the past. You know, these are not just random real estate agents. Um, these are very high quality people and it's pushing these types of people into our industry. So it's shifting. Yes, but I don't think it's going down. And in fact, I just gave you the rebels numbers and people enrolling. If you look at our, at our company, and I'm not going to say the company itself, um, but if you look at maybe your company's numbers, but I'll just give you our company, uh, the MLM company's numbers itself. <clears throat> uh, over the past eight weeks, uh, they have been increasing roughly 20%, um, 20 to 30% over the past eight weeks. And in the past, uh, I believe it's three weeks, it's been 20 to 30% increase week over week in volume. That means that people are buying the products a lot, number one, and number two, they're adding people a lot. In fact, in our company's uh, European market, just in the past one week, there was a, they, they're averaging like a million a week right now in volume in the European market. In the past seven days, they've increased by $500,000 in one week. So they're now doing 1.5 million a week. So the industry is growing. And as I've said before, MLMs typically thrive in recessions. This type of economic aberration can be a little bit interesting, but a recession will usually drive people into the business, drive people into network marketing. So this is your time. I spoke with a guy today. Um, he uh, He's one of the guys that, you know, he was using the virus as an excuse not to move forward. I don't know if he would have moved forward with or without it. He said we would have, of course, but no, no matter what kind of climate we're in, um, people will always say, oh, if it wasn't for X, I would do Y. So that's what he said. And, um, you know, I, I was like, okay, whatever. Like I, you know, went through the whole shebang, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just what wasn't going to move forward. The thing I left him with is, hey, dude, no matter what you end up doing with us, it's fine. But here's what I got to let you know. And that's what I let you know a few episodes ago is right now everyone's pulling back. Everyone's taking a break. I've even found myself being tempted to take a break. We don't have to work, you guys. I don't know if you – you get that, okay? I think you understand that. Like are we good for the rest of our lives? You know, probably not. You know, we probably have to do something, okay? But we definitely do not have to work right now. Um, we could We could literally hang out for quite a long time, however long it takes this thing to pass and just chill. And you know what? I've been tempted to do that because just relax. (laughs) Um, but right now everyone's pulling back. Our competition is dropping. They're falling away. Network marketers are, are doing stupid things like the stuff I talked about in the last episode. They're doing dumb stuff. So they're either falling away or they're being even more stupid. So it's allowing us to pierce the market even easier than before. Our ad costs have gone down in the past three weeks. We've been spending less on ads, on, on leads, same ad spend, but less on leads because there's less people competing with us. 
And guess what? If we can survive this, which I have no doubt that we will, we can survive this, we will soak up all of the market share that all of our competitors left behind when they fell out of the race during this tough time. I'm telling you that to let you know don't fall out of the race. Push forward. This guy that he talked to today, I understand what he's trying to do. He's trying to save um, money so that he can last longer. But the reality is you don't save by not spending. Not spending money is not saving money. He's going to spend the money living. In the last recession, I have a personal friend. His dad went into bankruptcy, owned a successful business, and he ended up uh, losing it all in the last recession, went into bankruptcy. Because he stopped pushing forward in the recession, he held on to what he had. He had a few six figures in the bank. He held on to it, and he tried to live live it out. The recession passed, and he lost so much market share that he ended up declaring bankruptcy, starting over completely from scratch. See, not spending money is not necessarily saving it. You're going to spend money regardless. You're going to spend time regardless. You're going to spend it on living. The best thing to do, don't take your last month of grocery money, grocery money and you know, enroll in our program. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is don't hold back. Push forward. This is when the weak people are falling out and they take up 80% of the space anyway. So if they're taking up the space and now they're not, that means it's easier to grow. Does that make sense? So anyway, hopefully that does um, push forward right now. It's worth it. Uh, if you um, haven't done so yet, I need you to read the MLM Rebels Blueprint. This is exactly how we build online. This is how we've been building for years. So we've been preaching for years. Um, we've been saying this, that, you know, even the online business owners that are doing great, they don't have recurring revenue, um, true recurring revenue, and they need it. And this is the best place at the best time to build like an online business owner, but to get the recurring revenue of a network marketer, there's nothing better. And we do that by following the steps in, the, in that blueprint. So again, it's MLMRebelsBlueprint.com. You need to go read that if you haven't yet um, and uh, start there and then start binge, binge listening to the podcast. Cool. All right, guys. Hope you have an amazing day. Appreciate you all. Love you and talk to you soon.